This is Wolfish on Web3. Your guide through the new world of blockchain, crypto, DeFi, NFTs, and knowing yourself as your greatest asset. Now that's Wolfish. With your hosts, Dwayne Moffat and Jake Anderson. All right, what's up, everybody? We're back for uh, another episode. This one's actually a little bit different um, in terms of the type of conversation I think we're going to be having. Uh, you know, we've we've had we've had two people on so far as guests, and they specifically been um, been project owners, um, been kind of talking a little bit about some of the things that they're building in Web three, and um, and I feel like the guest today is kind of like one of us, you know, somebody that has been in the Wolfden for a while. We're in a lot of mutual communities, um, shows up, brings a lot of positivity, and and has a lot of experience now, kind of being in this space. And I think having some conversations with this gentleman will be very beneficial for people to be able to kind of extract out some of those experiences and sharing different perspectives. So um, I'm excited and honored to have Dr. Nick Sutello here on the podcast with us. Uh, Nick, how are you doing today? It's good to have you. I'm doing, I'm doing great. Uh, great weekend. And it's an excellent Monday. And I've been up cracking the whip since five in the morning. So it's now 10. So I've got five hours under my belt already this Monday. So I'm ready to go. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Um, you were just mentioning that, you know, you're in a, another mastermind or community that is, I would say, web two focused, right? Um, but before we jump into that, because I definitely want to touch on that one, you know, we are sharing multiple communities together. And, and when we first I feel like when you first really kind of came into my life and started making an impact was your first capstone. And um, yours was kind of the first one that came out of a Guardian Academy and it kind of like set the tone. And and I was like, oh, man, who is this Nick guy? <laughs> and then just seeing you over the last month and kind of diving into your content and seeing where you've been playing around. It's been very cool to to see the the value that you're bringing all over the place. So the question I have is, you know, with all these communities, where do you see your participation going in these communities? Yeah, great question. So, you know, over time and a lot uh, to the last 15 years, uh, I'm a leader. Uh, That's what I do. Um, And I'm really focused on helping people <clears throat> to uh, realize and reach their potential. My background has been uh, in corrections and working with at-risk youth. And I early on saw how much un- untapped potential was in these kids that I was working with that were in jail. Um, talented athletes, artists, uh, good at academics, poetry, um, some of them were, were natural sales people, um, but that potential was untapped. And so uh, at one point in time, I was looking for the golden thread that uh, was present in all the different things that I do. And I'm always doing multiple things. And, uh, you know, at this time of my life, I'm a father, I'm a husband, I'm coaching youth sports, I'm working with, you know, at-risk youth. Um, and my golden thread was... Um, Helping people to realize and reach their potential is the tagline for this podcast that I have. And I do that through leadership. I do that through problem solving. Uh, I do that 
by rolling up my sleeves and helping wherever I can. And that's how I see myself fitting into these communities. And just like, I mean, I know that you interviewed Nick uh, a few days ago. I don't know if that one's up or not, um, but it's like what he says, you know, what, when people ask him, man, how, how do you do all these different things? And he says, well, that they're not really different, right? It's the same thing. It's the same core principles uh, applied to all these seemingly different things, but it's the same thing. And I, I feel um, very similar, right? That no matter where I'm plugged into, um, as long as I can lead and I lead from, you know, through service and as long as I can help people to um, realize and reach their potential, I'm, I'm good to go. It's funny that you mentioned leadership because at the end of our interview with Nick, we bring up a question about leadership and his answer, like as of at the time of this interview, you haven't heard that yet, but um, it is, it is bang spot on of what you just said, you know, the leaderships and leaders and and I see that in you and and how you direct yourself. It was you know leading by your actions and um, yeah, I just see that in what you're doing and it's it's very impressive. Yeah, I had some some people reach out to me uh, because I did put forth the first capstone, and um, you know they asked like, well, how did you know what to do? And you know, were you worried about it being good <clears throat> good enough? And were they going to accept it? And I said. I figured I was going first. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. And, you know, there wasn't that's what leaders do. We lead. <laughs> <laughs> right. And yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I know the concepts and what they were asking for was how have you applied these concepts to your life? And the only thing I could do was show them to the best of my ability. And if, and if they told me it wasn't good enough, okay, I'll give it another shot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that. And, and, and one of the things that they talk about in the capstone is to deliver it in your own style. And, uh, you know, so it, I think you did a really good job of, of showing style that was, uh, that was very approachable in terms of how to think about it. Um, you know, how to think about the capstone and how it can be applicable to your style. So like when Dwayne and I, cause we watched your capstone, we're like, this is really good. And when we were talking, it was actually Dwayne, Dwayne's idea. He was like, why don't we, you know, cause we were already talking about doing the podcast. Like, why don't we just record a podcast and or, you know, make it, make that a style give a little bit something different. And that's something the Wolf Den I think does a, a really good, really good job of encouraging is for people to kind of play their game. Right. You know, and it's just like, sometimes, you know, you, you go into something and you have that like binary thinking, like it's, there's like a right and wrong way. Like, no, this is a preference and it's the game that you want to play. And there is no right or wrong way. It's, it's just, as long as you show that you do understand what this represents and you understand how to apply it to your life and you can make sense around that, then um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's the way I, I kind of looked at that project. So, and I'm glad they're doing this because I think it does a really good job of providing not only a filter, for people coming into guardian because it does get people to kind of like, Hey, let's think about what we've actually learned here and how we're applying it and show that we can show some evidence of that. But it also is a great opportunity for people to revisit those concepts for their own life. Cause it like when we did our capstone, I think it was, I don't know how long it had been since I really sat down and thought about my solvable problem, probably not as disciplined as I should be on it, but, um, but it was really good um, just to kind of go back and revisit that. Uh, I do want to ask you a question, like now that we're kind of talking a little bit about Wolf Den and being in this whole space, um, what was your, like, what was your on-ramp into the crypto space? And 
why, like, was there any kind of a paradigm shift that happened for you, you know, pre, you know, being in web three and then where you're at today? Yeah. So I'm always looking for an opportunity. I'm always looking for, you know, what the future is going to hold. Um, I was, I'm, I'm 45. So I was young when the dot-com boost or, you know, boom and bust happened, right? So I see that as a window. It was a, it was a major opportunity for um, growth and to be part of it, but I was young and didn't really capitalize on that. And so now that I'm 45, you know, I recognize that in, in anybody's lifetime, there's only going to be a handful of those type of, you know, opportunities to you know skate to where the puck is going as we talk about in, in the wolf den right out of cca and so i'm always kind of looking for those things and finding you know opportunities of of how can i be where the puck is going how can i skate there and you kind of have to get over some hurdles about you know do i have time for this do i have money for this and if the answer is no to both of those time and resources then you have to figure out how to continue to skate to where the puck is going based on what you have available to you, right? You know, I coach people too as as part of an income stream. And if, you know, if somebody says, I don't have time, I'll say, well, do you have five minutes? You know, because if somebody's being honest and transparent, they should be able to say, yeah, I got five minutes. And I'll say, perfect. I'll take five minutes, right? Because five minutes Mm -hmm. repeated over, you know, days, weeks, and months is far more time than you're doing, you know, putting toward whatever that goal or effort is now. So, so I wasn't, uh, so I knew I was aware of crypto. Uh, I was aware of Bitcoin um, since its inception, because I watched the news and I watched the headlines. Um, but I wasn't really sure what it was, how it would fit in my life. Did it have a risk profile that was worth me uh, getting into? Um, and this would have been where I was early 30s, probably, and two little kids, right? And uh, it's just one of those things, you know, where I would track and monitor. Um, and I also had experience with traditional stocks and reading charts and swing trading and options trading you know i i had bought a course or two and learned you know some of the basic skills so i don't know what or when but i'll tell you the the scenario um so i remember setting up a wallet at one point in time and i remember having a coinbase account um and i remember buying some litecoin because the way that I was being told at the time was Bitcoin was like gold and Litecoin was like silver, right? And so um, I don't know what happened to that wallet. <laughs> not, your key, not your keys, not your crypto. I, you know, I didn't invest a ton. You know, it was maybe a couple hundred dollars worth. But sometime somewhere I might run into the to that wallet and that seed phrase and, and, and see what happens. Um, so I had that. So I, you know got all excited for one moment. It was like a flash in the pan. And, you know, I went through the process of creating a Coinbase account, uh, had a wallet. uh, But again, I don't I don't know what happened to that. And so just kind of sitting on that experience, several years go by or, you know, a handful of years. Uh, Mind you, by this time now, I'm also in Nick's audience through his other business uh, uh, endeavors. I met him through Web2 Facebook um, uh, groups that I was a part of. And 
um, I sold my truck, my old kind of my, um, uh, it's a 1992 Chevy pickup, um, sold it for 1500 bucks. And I thought, what am I going to do with this $1,500? You know? And I said, well, why don't I apply, you know, my traditional, um, swing trading stock skills to crypto and see what we can do here. <clears throat> so I was able to fire up my Coinbase account, found Coinbase Pro, and threw that $1,500 in there and, you know, started buying green candles, right? <laughs> and, <laughs> um, you know, would make some money, would lose some money. At one point I had doubled it, and but then I had lost it, clear back down to 750 until I fought it all the way back up to where I was um, right around two thousand dollars probably so still up but going through that emotional just roller coaster up and down up and down and then i realized oh my goodness crypto doesn't turn off it's not mm, like the right. stock market right yeah. there, there's no weekend there's no holidays and so i would try to go to bed and not you know worry about what, what what's going to happen to the price of this stupid token and it, you know your my mind was buzzing all you know all night long so once I fought it back up to the point of being better than when I started, I just put it back on the shelf. I'm like, this this is crazy. I just, I just I can't do this, right? And mostly because the market never shuts off. Mm-hmm. So in that time, in this time frame too, um, so this would have been about June or July of 21. Okay. Right? So if you're following mm-hmm. the timeline, what else is happening during June or July of 21, right? Oh, yeah. We, big <laughs> launch. There was a big launch. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, I had tuned into Nick Miss the year before, um, again, because I've been in, in Nick Peterson's audience. And so and I had paid for VIP access to Nick Smith back then, which gave you access to a whole lot of things. Um, you know, I've got... Uh, a PDF copy of version zero of bumpers. I've got nice. version one and I had uh, paid access to bumpers accelerator, um, which is now available for free for folks if you're plugged in and paying attention. Um, and so I, I would get those emails, right? Talk about uh, allegiance capital. I'd get those emails. I'd get those emails. I see the advert for Nixmas uh, 21 coming up. And so I, I'm, I'm plugged in. So now I start dialing into, you know, let's let's see what Nick's been saying, you know, in, in these past couple months. And I remember getting an email, you know, early summer 21 that said, uh, crypto event in Seattle, here's what it costs, come if you want or don't, right? Just in <laughs> typical Nick's fashion, right? right. And uh, so then it dawned on me really quick, like, oh my goodness, there's something going on here. Uh, that's related to crypto, uh, I better pay attention because I know, you know, how he operates and what he's done in, you know, in, in the real world and in real life in web two. So then I really started paying attention and it was about day one or two. Well, um, that's when I found the Wolf Den and that's when I moved that money over from my Coinbase Pro and over from a TD Ameritrade account that I had set up for dividend stock stock portfolio investing, combined those two and made my initial investment in the base case when guard was 12 cents. Mm. 
man. Yeah. That was, uh, <laughs> I, re- I remember that was about the same time that we got in. It was around December, yep. um, somewhere around that time. And it's funny because it was the same story for me too. It's like, I had some, had some stuff over in Coinbase and I was like, I'm going to move this over here. Cause this makes way more sense. And the whole emotional turmoil that comes with trading, it's, it's not, I mean, it's not my game. There's some people like, we know a few people that trade and I, I guess some of them do really well, but um, I just can't deal with the emotional roller coaster. I have people still today. They're like, Oh, so you trade crypto. It's like, no, I don't, I invest and I, I don't really, I don't float around too much to a bunch of different stuff. I used to um, Dwayne and I were actually talking about that earlier today about floating. Yeah. Like yeah. the frequency of exposure and the, you know, he talks about that a lot. And then the dopamine without effort of seeing those green candles and everything, there was so many learning experiences just in those first few months. Like it wasn't right. an immediate switch, but there was something that you seen that was like, Oh, this seems like way better game to play. You know, I want to, I want to move over here and start to learn. And, right. and it still took a couple months of being in the ecosystem and reading the medium articles, watching the YouTube, like diving in and just like figuring out what didn't feel good. What was my game to play in this ecosystem? Um, it's been a heck of an adventure. That's for sure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so what's like, so what's, what's changed for you? Like, and I, and I understand like the story where you were in stock trading options and, and then you kind of move into crypto and then there's like the emotional roller coaster. It's just too much. And then you come into to Wolfden and there's more methodology around long-term investing and really shifting the paradigm and how you look at the assets. But since that time, um, and I, and I'm, yeah, if you got in around 12, I mean, that's about the same time. So we're kind of on the pretty much the same timeline here. Um, we're in mutual communities, Wolfden. There's also forge too, mm-hmm. which is, a uh, I kind of I always look at Forge as like a derivative, you know, mm-hmm. of Wolfden and a lot of the similar educational principles. What's changed for you? Like how how are you different today in terms of perspective and outlook versus when you first got in? Well, you know, a a quote that that Nick Peterson has that I've really clung to is action is superior to intellect and that's his idea of you can have all the knowledge in the world but it's useless unless you start executing on that knowledge and of course that's part of case methodology too and um so i've been sitting on a ton of knowledge and you know my my word for the year i'm one of those people that you know that maybe I don't do traditional New Year's resolutions, but my word for 2021 um, was execute. And so um, execute on what, you know, is the the whole thing, right? All all this knowledge. And so um, what changed for me is getting serious about the solvable problem uh, being a concept that I was intellectually aware of and but then uh, putting it into action and then making sure you know then biasing closer over more i think i think solvable problem and then biasing closer over more are, are the things that uh, have changed you know in particular in terms of what i'm doing with my financial resources i would say is is that's what's changed it's funny that you know 
it has nothing to a lot of the stuff that we learn and have learned since we've gotten into this ecosystem it has nothing to do with crypto <laughs> you know it just right. has like closer over more that has become you know i can post that everywhere because that is what life has become now is just closer over more and it has nothing really to do with crypto <laughs> that's right. just you know a, a principle that has just hit home and now influences so many decisions in life yeah yeah it's been... we were just talking about it in the the other call that i jumped off to get on this one um, and i was talking about it without talking about it is you know explaining a principle of closer you know bias closer over more so i'm like you i could be you know if there's if there's one thing that i think could be you know if it was stamped on on everybody's forehead is is you know bias closer over more well, yeah. would you mind like expand just because there might be somebody listening going, what do you yeah. mean by closer or more? Like, well, yeah. give some context to that. Yeah. And so I think that, you know, one way that I've adopted the diffusion of innovation, we're using all these, you know, <laughs> terms and phrases, hopefully the, the folks can catch up on it. So, so call me on it if I need to break it down, just like you did there. But, um, you know, I, I, released a, a podcast episode on what I call the three points of clarity. And that's, you know, a, a big, you know, adaptation of some of the things that we're learning. And so to bias closer over more is to have clarity on who you are, what it is that you actually want and then being completely honest with yourself in full transparency about where you are today, Monday, what is this, October 10th, 2022, where are you today in relationship to where, uh, what, what do you want and where do you want to be? So those are three points of clarity. And without clarity on those three points in the way that I talk about it, um, whatever you you are trying to do in terms of goals um, it's going to be more and not actually closer to what you want so um, you know for example um, if you if somebody says i i want to be financially free that's the goal but if they don't have the details of what that actually means for them and what that will actually unlock in their life to be financially free then they're just going to make decisions that get them more something, more money, more real estate, uh, more stocks. Um, so they're going to get more, but they they don't know if that's actually going to get them closer to what they want. So if you take like, um, and I, this isn't to say any of these things aren't good options for people, right? But let's take real estate, for example. So you can acquire a ton of real estate, um, and let's go commercial real estate, but how, how liquid is that? Like if you, if you needed that in the next two weeks in the next four months, five months, next year in a commercial real estate, you might not be able to get it right. Because you're going to have to sell it to somebody who values the commercial real estate. So that could be an example of somebody, you know, if, if uh, a financial goal is to, you know, have uh, cash flow, and then they've been sold a program that says you can do that through real estate they may not be actually be closer to what they want, but they've got some real estate. They've got more. Right. And so yeah. hopefully that example tracks, you know, about how do you bias, you know, closer versus more. 
one thing too to add on to that is um and well you've you've touched on it but i want to i want to add a little bit some, some, some new perspective based on some of the things that we've been talking about is really understanding your time frames so like before when you were talking about when you first got into crypto and you were trading obviously when you're trading your time frame is i mean i can't even go to sleep without right, thinking about right. how to act on a position right so the time frame is minutes or a day or a day or something very short where um i think a lot of us you know here share a little bit more of an understanding that crypto is 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 in that early adoption phase right so there's going to be a lot of volatility and developing macro beliefs around something and knowing that you know hey i'm trying to close a gap here and i'm using this as a tool to help close that gap at some point in the future so when you when you really get clear on those time frames and how that tool can help you close the gap like as you said between where you're at today and where you want to be then um it makes it makes the whole process less emotional because you you know you've locked in some certainty there right so um yeah this is like something i think so many people miss when they get in the crypto space because their time frames are so incredibly short because it's ex the, the explosive upside that you see people getting you know you get that stuck in your head i know i did right Dwayne, i know i know you probably did Dwayne, <laughs> i definitely have some rocky yeah, stories I mean, about yeah. our past but <laughs> it's click button millionaires that's what that's what that's right. you know, people people think that they uh uh can do in crypto and yeah you can do it if you get extremely extremely lucky but that's not mm -hmm. you know the i um luckily i went into it um already kind of pre-primed that you know any kind of investing like this uh you have to go into it with a plan meaning you have to have your your stop loss in place and you have to have your your um you know your income uh margin in place so that way you pull you know you pull out according to a system and not and not just riding the emotions of, of the ups and downs so you mm -hmm. know fortunately i had that already in place uh, but so many people they don't listen right and mm -hmm. they go they go into this and um they just they whittle away at their resource because they lose it over and over and over again and then the 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 capital that they started with is you know reduced significantly and then they give up right and crypto's a scam and this doesn't work well it didn't matter what you would have that approach given to whatever financial uh, vehicle you would have uh, looked at you would have done the same thing in right mm -hmm. so we should actually give a shout out to the guardian academy because a lot of that education is what i've received in there is you know all these things of you know biasing closer over more um bimodal strategy having you know the the sustainable and the and that to the high upside keep that in balance um you know then there's the least amount of risk effort and most options there's so right. many there's so many things that come into place and that have just become kind of in a background thought that keep me on track and place yeah. my bumpers and you know all that kind of stuff and this is the kind of stuff that we're learning in there so like we definitely got to give a shout out and let people know if if that's something that you're interested in and and you're not too sure about crypto let me tell you it's more than just bitcoin <laughs> like you gotta mm -hmm. the biggest thing that i've learned is is the clarity piece and just finding out why i'm playing it and how i'm playing it that is is where people sh should start in my mind yeah absolutely absolutely are you um are you thinking about i'm just curious uh you know I've, I, you're, you're seeing more and more people 
as they get into web three and they participate in it and they learn the ropes that um people are looking for ways to not necessarily be a project owner per se but using the tool right the blockchain as a tool and something and, and a good example is um uh the the meat business butcher's business right like he doesn't have a crypto project but he's now integrated you know crypto into his meat business where if you if you go into the website you can actually connect your wallet and if it shows that you have a wolf pup in a t it gives you a 10 percent discount so it's a Absolutely. way of like leveraging a community in web3 to to help grow his business and now he accepts guard as payment as well um are you are you have you ever thought about participating in crypto in that fashion, whether it be maybe building your own kind of project or doing anything to that nature that you might be willing to share? Yeah, absolutely. So um trying to, you know, figure out ways to, you know, because I collect money from people, right? I have income streams and then trying to figure out how to um, you know, add you know, crypto as a payment option is is something definitely I'm, I'm interested in. And I think that, um, you know, we have so many of these money transferring apps that let you buy crypto. You know, you have Cash App that lets you buy crypto. And uh, I think Robinhood lets you buy crypto that it's I think it's only a matter of time before um, the, the payment industry also turns to it right so it's another example of of skating to where the puck is going on these things so mm -hmm. um i think the the hurdle that we have to get across though is um the consumers aren't there yet the you know the 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 clients aren't aren't there yet in terms of of uh having you know i, I think about it in my world right you know um if I if in order for me to I just don't have you know stable coins laying around they're they're either paired up and they're they're yield farming right so if I was going to pay for something in crypto even for me being you know you know fairly up the um, experience chain on Web three it would it would be a process for me to to you know unclip some LP and and free up some stable coins and pay for something right so mm -hmm. um, I think that's one of the hurdles that we have to get to is um, you know, having a more of an adoption of of stable coins as a as a, a means of payment, right? Or or guard in this example, another another great one. But I think we're headed in that direction. And I'm definitely looking at ways to uh, incorporate that. I've tried it in the past. Like I tried to um, navigate a client who was open to it because they had um, some familiarity with crypto. Um, but it just didn't work. They, it, you know, they were involved on this chain and that's where they had it and trying to bridge it over to uh, make sense for me on BSC. It was, it was uh, too much of a barrier. So, <laughs> yeah. And it's those, it's that button pushing and that um, extra steps that causes the the friction right now. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and the chance of, you know, getting wrecked, like right. <laughs> pushing the wrong button and just sending right. it nowhere. <laughs> yeah. 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 The first time I remember like sending crypto from one wallet to another, there's that little delay where you question your mind. Did I actually <laughs> like, you're just like, I hope it shows up, but you don't know. Cause it's something very foreign to you. Yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah. You want to talk about allegiance capital, right? So the, the next thing that I bought after investing in uh guard BUSD LP was a, um, 
a second mint of wolf saw so this the second group right mm-hmm. and this is back when eth was high right it was four thousand like, <laughs> yeah something like that right yeah and, and so i had never bought an nft before um but you know that was like here's this this project there's a limited amount of them you know uh, buy it if you want or don't right <laughs> and so i remember you know pushing the buttons to try to you know get my my funds over to eth right uh and then you know onto phantom and you know just being a nervous wreck getting all that over there and then getting on you know undead's website and and buying you know a wolf saw for point what was it point six nine eth or something like that yeah, yeah. oh yeah and, i bought a few um, myself <laughs> and then my, the the coins left my wallet, but where's where's my NFT? I couldn't find oh, it anywhere. Yeah. Oh, the NFT. <laughs> yeah. My heart was up in my throat. You was pounding the thing. I'm like I don't know where this thing went. <laughs> yeah, because it doesn't show up in your wallet right after you buy it, and you're, you're like, did it did it go through? Where happened to this fifteen hundred dollar NFT that I just bought? I have no idea. Yeah. Oh, I remember that too. The NFT. So that's that's a good point. Like people who are like learning how to get into Web three. I had somebody ask me this. Um, recently because they have no idea but they're interested there's interest and i think like the best advice i could ever give anybody is like just just participate in something just pick something and participate in it because until you like go through that and feel it and you you understand like everything just starts clicking together so i thanks for sharing that because that's true like the the nft experience especially on something other than OpenSea, that's not as You know, because OpenSea, you can just click your pro- profile and it shows you yeah. all your stuff that you have on Ethereum. Yeah. And um, but Undead's a little bit of a different process. A little bit different, yeah. You know? <laughs> but it was good. It was good for me to have that experience again, and then learning, you know, about the the fusion of innovation and you know being an innovator and an early adopter. I think you know we're in that uh, uh, early adopter phase, right? Unless mm-hmm. we're unless we're creating projects, then I don't think we're innovators. That's what I would say. Um, but it's good for us to have that experience, right? Because when that, when it comes time to cross that chasm, you know, we're, we're going to have to be able to hold people's hands through that. And I've done that a handful of times now with, with friends and families and, and have helped them start from scratch, start from, you know, square zero and, and now they can hit the zap button if they want to do, you know, guard BUSD, which is, which is a blessing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember, you know, walking somebody literally, you know, on the phone, step-by-step, step, you know, click this button next and go there next. And when the NFT purchase happened, where'd it go? I'm like, I get it. I get it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's okay. And, you know, I remember being on the other side of that process with this one uh, friend in particular, and, you know, the response was, man, I don't think I could have done that without, without you helping me. <laughs> and so, mm-hmm. um, and so I've, I've locked that experience in so much and I've done it now probably a dozen times that that's one of my current projects is you know, setting up a, a community and a system for people to plug into who are really starting from square zero mm-hmm. and to have, you know, a group of people that are knowledgeable and safe and and trustworthy to help them through step by step and then also do um individual you know um hand holding if they need that as well so that's it's one of my present projects that i'm um launching so i think it's just going to be huge for to have outlets like that to help people you know cross the chasm oh 100 for sure 
you sound like a very busy man. Do you do you <laughs> want to uh, you know just touch on that a little bit of background because you know for the listeners, I have I had a previous podcast that was called the Imperfect Parent. I'll give it a little plug or whatever. Nice, and, yeah. and you would have been a perfect guest to uh, to interview. So I'm like really interested in your you know I do the rabbit ears the in real life yeah. <laughs> activities yeah. that you're part yeah. of. Um, you know, give us a little rundown on that before. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So um, I'm, I'm Dr. Nick Sapello. I'm 45 years old. I'm from the West Coast here in Salem, Oregon, in the Pacific Northwest. And that's where I've pretty much been my whole life. And I just wrapped up a 22-year career in youth corrections, where I started out as an entry-level employee. I uh, had the fortune of having good bosses along the way that uh, encouraged me, supported me, and invested in me and urged me to continue my education. So I went through two rounds of graduate school after my undergrad degree. So uh, graduate school for marriage and family therapy. I was in the helping you know, industry and decided the helping professions was um, what fit my, um, my interest and skills uh, the best at that time. And then went back and earned a doctorate and finished that up in 2015 in counselor education with a you know, kind of the vision that I would have a second career as a university professor and started that about a year ago, uh, you know, in August or September 1st, a year ago is when I officially became a full-time professor. I'd been uh, an adjunct for better part of a decade. Um, and so made that jump um, last year, happily doing that now. And, you know, along the way, um, have done a lot of things. I'm a I'm a pretty diehard avid waterfowl hunter. So there's you might if you look at me on my socials, you might see some pictures of dead birds and and, and geese and all that kind of thing. Um, did that you know hardcore for for many 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 years. Um, have a podcast, the Upgraded Life podcast. Again, where it's focused on mindset and interviewing awesome people and seeing how their path to success, what that was all about, and then asking their take on mindset. Um, and I leave that as a, some actionable steps for the listeners at the end of every podcast. Here's something that you can do based on what you just heard. And I had a blast doing that. Um, kind of put that on hiatus for a variety of reasons, you know, about a year and a half ago, but because of the wolf den and action being superior to intellect, uh, I picked it back up again and it's up and going. So uh, I'm excited uh, about that. I've got two sons. I've got an 18 year old and a 14 year old, and we're a big sports family. Both of those boys uh, are or were three sport athletes. And so we're constantly running in so many different directions, uh, keeping up with that, but we love it. And uh I've been married for 22 years uh, to my lovely wife, Angela. And yeah, I mean, I'm um, a burgeoning entrepreneur. Um, you know, in the past, some of these little side projects were meant to supplement my income. Um, but now that I've, you know, quit my original career of 22 years, then I'm in the mode of, you know, how do I build up other income streams? Uh, so that's fun and challenging. And again, forcing me to execute, put things uh, into action. So mm -hmm. hopefully that answers your question, Dwayne, gives them a little bit of an idea of who I am. Oh, 100% it does. And, yeah. you know, I wish we had more time because I'd like to dive into, um, you know, just teaching 
you're you're very involved with kids and 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 you know helping support them but all the stuff that we've learned and and how you know i think about how i have three daughters and just how my language and actions have changed over the last year and how i have started to see it in them as well but like i I'd, I'd love to have a conversation sometime about that like about you know what how you're doing it how you're implementing it to them as a leader which you are and and just guiding them through it because that's where it's going to be powerful you know like just to see those ripple effects if we can bring up the next generation aware of these principles with the clarity with you know all that that would be incredible (laughs) yeah and i I think i can break that down into a couple sentences right perfect Um, yeah do it it, you know i the, the 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 secret to that if there is a secret is something that you know again that we get taught in the guardian academy right it's it's um it is in talking about the family context, right? Here's who I am as a as a parent, you know. Um, here's what's important to me for this family and for you as a child. And here's how my behavior and my actions are aligned with who I say I am and what I say is important to me, right? Um, the more that you operate in alignment with those three things. The, the better off everybody's going to be, including your, your your kids. So if you're modeling that for your kids, those three things, well, then you're creating good human beings, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's all it is. And I think, again, that's that principle of, of you can do that in any area of your life, work, business, home life, whatever, you know, you're on the school board, whatever it is, right? And so that, that's the secret sauce, right, is, is operating uh, in alignment to what you say is important to you. And then you have to know who you are and make that be known too. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, there's a... oh, go ahead, Jake. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, uh, uh, this is a perfect timing because there's a, uh, a war breaking out in my house between my two, I've got two boys that are eight and six and oh, yeah. it's, it's a, uh, it's Columbus day. So we all get to hang out in the house together and, and have some good, t- well, we're going to get outside for a little bit. But I was like taking us like, you know what, after this podcast interview, I'm going to have to implement some of these things <laughs> with my own kids. But, yeah. um, but yeah, the future, that's something that's, that's always, especially being a father, like holds really close to my heart in terms of, um, you know, how can you be the best leader and show the best for your children? And, and, and this, you know, one of the things too, kind of looping web three into this, like I see this as the world that they're going to grow up in. Mm-hmm. So that was a big driving point for me to yeah. want to get involved in this space because I remember my son, he's uh eight and a half, he'll be nine in February. But when, uh, when I first kind of got into crypto and the wolf den, he comes into my room one day, he had like 11 bucks in his hand. He goes, dad, I want to, I want to get some V bucks. He loves playing Fortnite, and I'm like, "What are V bucks?" And so anyway, I ended up looking at it. I was like, "Wow, this is basically crypto without the blockchain." And I started looking more into it. I was like, and then start clicking in my head. This is really the 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 future again, as you say, where the puck is going. Well, where it's going is the future of where they're going to grow up in and the world that they're going to grow up in. So, right. I think for for us taking the step to kind of, steps to kind of learn how this space works and, you know, and understand how to navigate it is really going to help us be able to, you know, be even a better leader for our kids because we know the space. Um, yeah. And my oldest son is, 
um, looking at computer science as as what he wants to pursue in college. And so I'm steering him to, you know, blockchain, you know, Web3 development. And uh, we'll, we'll see if we'll see if he bites on that. But I'm doing my best to kind of, you know, steer him in that direction. So and then also with uh, helping him understand how to bias closer over more. Right. Because a degree without, you know, an idea of where it's going to take you is an example of more. Right. Um, so. Well, this has been absolutely awesome, Dr. Nick. I'm so glad you joined us and I'm looking forward to more of these type of uh, conversations. Of course, we're going to be bringing on builders and founders and everything, but just talking to people that are in the community and leading and creating is, is also going to be close to this podcast, like more of these stories and just hearing people's journeys throughout I think is very beneficial for people. So yeah, this has been a great conversation. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate you you coming on and sharing with us and, and getting to know you, you know, through the virtual world of, uh, you know, telegram and discord and and uh but it's been it's always been a, a pleasurable experience co- collaborating with you even on that level. And we will be seeing each other here in like a month. That's right. You're going to Grey Wolf, right? I am. I'll be there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We actually get yeah. to be, we get to interact in 3D. So that'll yeah. be, that'll be a lot of fun. <laughs> you, you should do a, you should do a podcast episode out from Grey Wolf, right? You know, I was thinking about that. Yeah. yeah. That would be, that would be that. cool. Yeah. Well, let me, let, let me leave your audience with, with um, some action steps, if that's okay. Yeah. Perfect. Yes. Yeah. Go for yeah. it. So, you know, the three of us, we have no doubts that, that Web3 is going to be woven into the everyday life of the average person, right? It's just, that's just going to happen. Just like smartphones, you know, uh, are people say, now I, c- I couldn't do life without it, even though they probably could, right? Um, so I'm absolutely convinced that blockchain, NFTs, uh, crypto is going to be part uh, of everybody life at a conscious and unconscious level, meaning that people are going to be conscious users of it, or they're going to be unconscious because it's the backbone of things that they're using. Um, and so my, my encouragement to the audience is to, uh, if that makes sense to you, that the future is, is blockchain as a technology, um, do something today. There, there's going to be somebody in your network right now Right. If you're listening to this, I guarantee you there's somebody in your network who has some specific knowledge in NFTs, blockchain or cryptocurrency. And I, I'm going to encourage you, if you trust that person, spark up, spark, spark up a conversation with them. Right. Pick their brain. Uh, see where they think the puck is going. Right. And I'm not saying invest in anything. I'm not saying that at all. Right. But understand uh, how the future in terms of technology is going to be. Um, uh, bringing you opportunities that you might miss because you just you just don't know right and it seems so ethereal but i guarantee you somebody in your network right now is has done a deep dive into this and they want to share what they know right and if you trust that person invite the conversation and on that note that is wolfish on web3 remember to stay wolfish You've been listening to Wolfish on Web3. We hope you enjoyed the show. For real-time updates and news on crypto, NFTs, and mission-driven projects making waves in the Web3 space, follow us on Twitter at Wolfish on Web3. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next episode. And always remember to stay wolfish.